I'm your number one fan. We all go a little mad sometimes. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. What an excellent day for an exorcism. My mom and dad are Hello. Welcome back to Killer Cuties. <laughs> Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. It is. Well, yeah, I guess when we're releasing this, it is Tuesday. Correct. We record on Tuesdays a lot. Not today, though. <laughs> no. Um, I have a tiny bit of horror news. Okay, so do I. You go first. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I was going to anyway. Um, <laughs> so the Coen brothers who directed oh. The Big Lebowski, Fargo, No Country for Old Men, lots of other stuff. Uh, they're working on a horror movie. They've described it as pure horror and very bloody. Ooh. Yeah. So that was just announced. Not really a whole lot of information there, but definitely something to keep our eye on. Cute. I'll be I honest. This is not going to give me any cred in the movie world, but I... I don't know if I've ever seen a Coen Brothers movie. I was just going to say, not sure I've seen any of those movies. I knew I, them. No, I, I have. And it was, oh, brother, where art thou? But I watched oh. it when oh. I was probably seven years old. Way too young to watch it. And I don't think old enough to really understand or appreciate it. So, Yeah. I fucking Sorry. love, oh, brother, where art thou? Really? So, okay. um, I didn't realize it was them. It is. Look at you, big Cohen Brothers fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge. 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 The biggest. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I didn't know this news. Yeah. Didn't ping on, on Twitter for you, huh? You don't have your no, Cohen Brothers no. notifications on? No. <laughs> Gosh. All right, what's um, your news? Okay. Coming March 1st of this year okay. is a horror movie parody with a T. Parody about a group of friends on their way to a concert okay. only to find themselves under attack by a mysterious parrot man. The movie is called Murderitaville. Oh. Yes. I watched the trailer. There's a trailer? There is. There's a full-blown trailer. Um, if you want to call it that, actually. Oh. And the parrot man <clears throat> looks like a man at a Jimmy Buffett tailgate. Oh, it's not like a like a man parrot no it is it's oh okay i'm but trying it's, to understand <laughs> it's very low budget okay i honestly would not expect it to have a big budget um we'll be watching i will tune in 100 percent. 100 percent We'll be watching. And I will go to a Margaritaville yes. right after. <laughs> or before. Yes. Maybe I should go before and have a During. margarita flight and then watch the movie. And then after. Also. Yeah. Both. Although I've had several waitresses at Margaritaville tell me that the flight is not worth it. And that you should just get an actual sized margarita because it's a better price for what you're getting. That's that's fair, but I prefer to taste multiple. Yeah, that I mean, sure. If you if you don't know what flavor, if you don't want to commit, go for the flight, right? And then get a full one of the and one you like best. Get multiple full ones. Correct. <laughs> a pitcher, if you will. Yes. Um, but anyway, it's distributed by a distributor called Haddonfield Horror. Cute. 
Okay. Cute name. I bet you think so. <laughs> I do. Uh, and that's all the information we've got. And the trailer is just, hmm, you should watch it. I definitely will. Please send it to me and we'll have to link it as well. Of course. Always. Um, great. Your news was more exciting. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. If it was a horror musical by the Cohen brothers, yours would be more exciting. Okay. You like the... You do love musicals, don't you? Well, I like... Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. That's it. End of sentence. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Correct. Oh, yay. Uh, all right. Are you ready to talk about the movie of today? This yeah. week? <laughs> this week? Yeah. All right. We're talking about Annihilation. This was suggested to us by uh, one of the creators of Killer Cutie Podcast, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> yay. Uh, so if it's been a while since you've seen it or you haven't seen it and you're watching or listening anyway, uh, a brief description of the film from Google is Lena, a biologist and former soldier, joins a mission to uncover what happened to her husband inside Area X, a sinister and mysterious phenomenon that is expanding across the American coastline. Once inside, the expedition discovers a world of mutated landscapes and creatures as dangerous as it is beautiful that threatens both their lives and their sanity. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, it's written and directed by Alex Garland, which we just mentioned because of the news of 28 years later. So that's mm-hmm. exciting. Um, based on the novel by Jeff Vandermees of the same name, which is part of a trilogy, which I think I knew, but I still kind of want to read it. Um, um, just one note about it being based on the movie. He's never mm-hmm. going to make any more. Yeah. He's not going to make the two and three movie wise. And he didn't even reread the book before he made this movie. Yeah. Um, he said it's based on a dream of the book. So. Yeah. Which that, that actually kind of led to a little bit of controversy. <laughs> oh, because when the movie came out, uh, Natalie Portman and Jennifer Jason Leigh were cast as characters who, in the book trilogy, are uh, described as Asian and then half Native American. But he never read the second and third book. And the casting was done before, I think before the second book was even out, which is where mm-hmm. their races and ethnicities were actually explained. He was explaining that choice mm-hmm. that he did not no, because it wasn't said in the first book. <laughs> yeah. It, well. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Whoops. Though, though they weren't depicted appropriately, um, I feel like they did a good job depicting. Yeah, I mean, Natalie Portman and Jennifer Jason Leigh are. They're great. <laughs> great. Yes. The whole cast, I mean, Tessa Thompson... Mm-hmm. Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac. Yep. Gina Rodriguez. Yeah. And uh, Tuvo, Tuvo Nuvatni, I think, is the other member of the team. Cass, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of Disney happening here. Speaking of the cast. <laughs> is there? Oh, Star Wars. I forget that Disney owns that. And Marvel. I know. Um... <laughs> Natalie Portman was in the original trilogy. Sorry, not the original trilogy. The second trilogy. Star Wars. Star Wars, sorry. She was yes. in one, She two, played three. Padme. Yes. Nailed it. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she was She was in the, the one, two, and three. I don't know if she was in all three of them, but she was Which in are that the trilogy. Fourth, fifth, and sixth movies, right? Correct. I know so good. much about Star Wars. It's you crazy. Really for having not seen it. Ready? Ready? Poe Dameron. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oscar <laughs> Isaac plays Poe Dameron in the newer trilogy. Newest <laughs> trilogy. Um, and he was filming Annihilation and um, one of the newer Star Wars movies at the same time. 
And he would sometimes oh. shoot scenes for both in the same day. Oh, it was the same lot? Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Oh, that actually makes it studios. A lot easier. Totally. Just walk across <laughs> the way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Nice. Um, which is just wild and iconic that anybody has two movies that they're acting in at the same exact time. Yeah. That I know seem... it happens, but it feels like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, those are two completely different characters. Yeah. Possessed ex-military and space pilot. I mean, I guess they're both military. There you go. But no, they're completely different characters. To be able to just flip that switch, whew. Yeah, that would, it would not be easy. Nope. No. Um, but yeah, and then everybody and their mother in this movie has been in a Thor movie. Natalie Portman is oh. Thor. Okay. I'm going to take your word for it. Spoiler I alert. I don't know anything about um, Oscar Isaac is in one of the newer Disney Plus shows. Tessa Thompson's okay. in Thor. The... I forget his name, the actor and the character, um, the doctor that's like interrogating Lena at the beginning or throughout the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in uh, Doctor Strange, I think. Look at that. That's kind of yeah. fun, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And the whole thing with Marvel is that, oh, there's so many universes. There's multiple universes. So Annihilation could have been one of their universes. No. You never know. I do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, that's always. I was going to say fun, but I'm I'm sorry. I just can't. I'm so glad that like the superhero era is ending. (laughs) Is it? I hope so. Except for. The Spider-Verse animated that can go on forever. I'll watch those movies forever and ever. Sony Spider-Man slaps. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, the novel Annihilation won the 2014 Shirley Jackson Award, which I thought ah. was a fun little connection to last week's episode oh cute i didn't know that i didn't know she had an award named after her she does she's that bitch respectfully oh of course um (laughs) i thought that was fun what is the shirley jackson award it's an award for books but like why I don't know. Why do books win awards? Because they're good? Well, yeah. Or they're funny. Or they're scary. Let me me look it up. Okay. They're literary awards named after Shirley Jackson in recognition of her legacy in writing. These awards for outstanding achievement in literature of psychological suspense, horror, and dark fantasy. See? There you go. Okay. So it's specifically a genre of book that can win. Yeah. That makes sense. Seeing as she has written those things. Exactly. Exactly. That makes me want to read it. I know. I wouldn't mind reading the trilogy. Especially, I I think if I've seen the movie first, I don't mind if the book is really different from it. Because Mm -hmm. then it's, I can treat them as separate. Yeah. When I've read the book, then it's. It's more disappointing when you watch the movie and it's completely different, but... Yeah. I think it still would have been interesting, though, just knowing that his take on it was a dream of the book. Yeah. Or the memory of the book, faint memory of the book. I think that would have been interesting either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, and that's the reason I've kind of held off on reading the book because, spoiler alert, I really fucking love this movie. And yeah. I don't want to be disappointed because the book is so different, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah. Wouldn't that be wild to be disappointed by the book and not the movie? (laughs) Crazy. I don't know if I've ever had that. 
No. I think I've watched movies first and then read the book, and they've been very different. But I've never been disappointed with the book. I've just had to be like, okay, this is a separate thing. I remember when Silver Linings Playbook came out, and I watched the movie, and I loved the movie. And then I read the book. And I was so confused. It on it, it felt like someone wrote it based off of a Google description of the book. Oh. The dancing is not a big part at all. Like, oh. Not, it's, a, it's a note. <laughs> so I was very surprised. But the book is very good. It was just very different. Yeah, not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But. but yeah, I would read it. Same. Also, I remember when you first mentioned this movie. And you asked me if it was on our list. And I remember I said something like, it's not a horror movie. It's an action sci-fi. And re-watching it, I, what a crazy thing for me to have said. Thank you. <laughs> Especially me, because I'm typically the one who's really lenient about what can be considered horror. I don't know why in my mind when I remembered this movie, it just was not a horror to me at all. And rewatching it, I have changed my mind, to be clear. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely in the horror genre. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's because the horror aspects of it are not what made this movie stand out. A couple a couple of them. That's fair. For me. But like the, yeah. the big things were not horror. They were sci-fi. To me. For me. Personally. Yeah. So I'm not too surprised. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I I guess when I thought back on it... Because it's been a while since I'd seen it. I think I saw it around the time it came out. And then... Haven't watched it since. And... I didn't remember the part with... Them showing the inside of him. And everything moving. I didn't like that. (laughs) No. So maybe I just blocked that out because I wasn't a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I just remembered it being more like when her backpack gets taken and she just falls into the house, gets ripped into the house by the crocodile. Yeah. I remembered it being more like that, where it was mostly unseen monsters mm-hmm. doing things and nobody got mauled. Yeah. And that's not true. People get mauled. <laughs> People get fucked. Oh. Yeah. So I I don't know why I t- didn't remember that. But I apologize for telling you that it wasn't horror because it, it is. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> um, I don't know if I told you this or made this clear, but this, after we started watching horror movies, this is the first horror movie that I kind of went off and watched on my own. Yeah. Uh, I think I was looking for something that was sci-fi horror specifically because mm-hmm. I'd really liked Alien uh, and like wanted to fill the void of not having Alien anymore uh, <laughs> to watch for the first time. So um found this. I didn't read any reviews or anything. I just saw that Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac were in it. And Natalie Portman is not in horror movies um, outside of Black Swan and this. Um which are the only two horror movies she has ever agreed to do. Mm-hmm. Not true. Oh, well. <laughs> she agreed to another, but what was it? Uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That's right. But, but scheduling conflicts. Scheduling conflicts, that's right. <laughs> um, so maybe she'll do more. I guess she didn't want to... She wanted to kind of flex in the horror genre. She hadn't done it before. Is that... Am I remembering that correctly? Why is she... Uh, I think it was mainly because of the people attached. Because the first one was Black Swan that she kind of broke that. She had said early in her career that she wasn't going to do horror. And then Mm -hmm. Black Swan happened and she just wanted to work with the people involved. And that's why she said yes. Uh, I couldn't really find anything about why she said yes to this one or Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. But it could just be she liked the scripts or wanted to work with the people. I, I think you're right. I remember reading that she only has ever said yes to horror movies because she was excited to work with the people that were attached to the movies. Yeah. Uh, 
So that makes sense. Um, but anyway, and then I watched it. And I've watched it a gazillion times since. Yeah. I'll never stop watching it. <laughs> I made my husband watch it. Yeah. What did he think? He loved it. Oh, great. Okay. Yep. It's funny to me that you watched Alien. You said, I like that movie. I need to find more of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And instead of going to the 10 movie franchise that is Alien. Correct. <laughs> you said, I'm going to divert and go somewhere else real quick. Yeah. Well, you could also argue, you know, oh, why didn't you just watch Alien again if you're going to sit there and watch Annihilation 50 times? That's true. That is also an argument that I have no response to. Great. I think people should explain themselves less, actually. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking that box. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, but no, I, I just... I don't... Maybe we should talk about this later. But there's <laughs> one scene in this movie that made me... So- the most uncomfortable I have ever been to the point where it terrified me. I was fucking terrified. I was sitting in this room, lights were on, middle of the day, birds chirping outside. One scene in this movie just completely freaked me the fuck out. What scene? And I think that that's what has attached me to this movie so much that it had that effect on me. Can you guess? Was it the bear? No. Oh. I I remember. I think you texted me after you watched it. And Probably. when I said it's not horror, you were like, the bear? Well, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> mauling people, which is funny that that's what I said, because really the, the horror scene is him fucking carving somebody's intestines out. That's the scene. Yeah, the inside scene I did. not No. Uncomfortable. Was it that? No. Oh, I don't know. What was it? The alien mimicking thing. At the end. Oh. Yeah. Falling the whole lighthouse around. thing? Yeah. That, maybe not, not so much the underground scene, but once she comes out and her drop of blood goes into the thing and, and, and it takes her form, her loose form, that is what made me understand the concept of Uncanny Valley. We talked about this during Megan. Do you remember Uncanny Valley? I do. I guess I did not get that from that. Because she never looked inhuman, or like human, but not human. You know what I mean? I feel well, like it either looked not well, human or like or her. Or like her. There, yeah. I mean, so yes. Um, but I think just the fact that it was mirroring her movements, it had her general shape. Um, okay. There was the scene of the transition between green alien rock thing to looking exactly like Natalie Portman. That freaked me out. But I think what, what really did it. And I say this all the time. I'm going to, I'm going to look up their names because it's two, uh, it's two composers that did this, the score. Um, The Mm. score makes the movie. Jeff Barrow and Ben Salisbury are the team that scored this movie. They're much more atmospheric composers than they are lyrical composers like a Hans Zimmer or a John Williams or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Giacchino is kind of this way too, where the the introduction to or the theme song to Lost, which you've never heard, is or have you? I watched a couple episodes of Lost when it first came out. Okay, so I have, but I don't remember it at all. Okay, well the the theme sound for Lost is a perfect example of what I mean by like atmospheric. The, the theme so- theme sound, I keep, it's not a song, of Lost, that probably 15 seconds, it's just very unsettling. And mm-hmm. Jeff Barrow and Ben Salisbury do a really fucking good job of, like, using instruments to create tension and evoke emotion in a non-lyrical way. And that scene in particular is where that really shone, shined, shone, shined, um... It was just fucking creepy. I was so fucking creeped out. I'm still to this day like fucking creeped out by that scene because of the soundtrack and just the uncanny valley of it all. Oh, God. 
All right. Reminder to find more body double movies for Katie. Well, I mean, we've well, that's seen. That's why you thought Us was so scary, too. Us was scary, too, but that was like Uncanny doubles. Valley. Why do you. Mm, we're going to explore this one day. Why well, do you think see, doubles are so scary? But I don't know that it's the double because, <laughs> to your point, Us was. Us? Was it Us? Mm-hmm. I always get his t- movie titles confused. Um, <laughs> sorry, Jordan. Us was not as scary as this. This is fucking scarier to me because of this one scene. And interesting, Megan. So that's that's the body double aspect. Not as scary. Yeah. Megan, the uncanny valley. Not as scary. Nowhere near. This is the For, mix and the sound. It's. I really think it's the score. Every so show that I really liked has been score or really big brain production value. I'm easy to please in the grand scheme of things. Can I tell you something? Yes. Are you going to get mad at me? Did you laugh at that scene? <laughs> is that my, really- my least favorite part of this movie is the lighthouse sequence. Oh my god. Well, I mean, I didn't say it was my favorite part, but... That morph suit looking ass guy walking around. I... It was not for me. I just felt like there were so many different ways that they could have shown that it was doubling than doing that weird CGI thing. I hated that. Ugh. Sorry. It was so... Un- oh, like when it's when it's pressed against your face? It didn't bother no. you? Not even a little bit. No. Oh, God. I wanted them to kiss. Um... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> uh, well, more about the production of the movie. Mm-hmm. One of the is made by Paramount, and one of the like financiers, financiers, financiers. How do you say that fi- word? Fi- finance. I don't fucking know. It's hard. <laughs> fi- it's spelled financier. Financier. Fin- financiers. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the money guy. Yeah, the money guy. His name's David Ellison. He thought it was too intellectual and too complicated. So he wanted to make changes. He wanted the ending to change. I'm assuming to not be as ambiguous. And then he wanted Lena to be more sympathetic and likable. Um, but then one of the producers, Scott Rudin said, no, I agree with Alex Garland, and Scott Rudin had last say. So they kept it as is. However, (laughs) because of this clash between Rudin and Ellison, I think they were clashing on other things as well. And then also there were some changes in leadership at Paramount. It ended up that they decided to not do theater releases internationally and let Netflix do it. Which basically ended up kind of hurting it at the box office. It didn't really do that well. I think yeah. it, I don't even think it made back what they spent. It did well critically, but not so well financially. So I think even if they wanted to do <laughs> the other books, I don't know if it would have been greenlit. Uh, well, damn. Yeah. Don't piss off your money guy, I guess. But honestly, please do. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. We've talked about it so many times about these movies that just kind of handhold you and think the audience is True. stupid. So they fall back onto the same old tropes that we've seen a million times. And I'm sick of it. True. Do weird shit. Do complicated shit. So what if the audience doesn't get it? Mm-hmm. This is was- the reason people still talk about Inception. Because it was too complicated. Even though I felt like it was pretty clear. But anyways, that's just me. Because it's a Hans Zimmer movie. Oh. Haven't you not seen it? I've seen it. Okay, I was like, one of my friends said they haven't seen Inception. That's crazy. Everybody saw that movie when it came out. (laughs) I did not see it when it came out. I saw it pretty recently. 
Um, oh, I saw it in theaters. God, we were in high school. Am I not allowed to see movies in high school? Well, it was kind of a rough movie for a high schooler. Have you seen high schoolers schooler. recently? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I'd seen a lot by that point. <laughs> fair. Uh, why did we bring up... Oh, Big Probably Brain. It is, yeah, it is a Big Brain movie. Yeah, definitely. It's not It's not like Bo's Afraid Big Brain, where you need I to think- have the director's brain to understand it. <laughs> I feel like Bo is Afraid is just very artistic. Yeah. It's not intellectual. In its core, I don't think it's super complicated. Because it's really just about a guy who's very anxious and it's his point of view in the world. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I could see a a lot of people watching that being like, what (laughs) the actual fuck is going on? Yeah. Because there were some choices that were made. Ari. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I like ambiguous endings, too. So I'm glad that they kept that and didn't. Apparently, the original script was even more ambiguous, too, about which Lena escapes. And I think in the original script, too, they said they were going to show more meteors crashing around Earth. Oh, like as if, okay, yeah, they solved this problem, but here's all these other problems. Yeah. But I didn't even read the ending as they solved the problem. Well, yeah, that's fair, because there they both are. Yeah. What is your take on the ending? Um, I think Lena is real Lena. Okay. But I mean, her DNA has been refracted, so she's actively deteriorating. And then obviously, Kane is not the real Kane. Um, that's, I mean, that's how I understood it. Um, yeah. What about you? Yeah, same. I feel like it's her. I didn't really read it as she was deteriorating, I read it more as. She's kind of almost assimilated, like Tessa Thompson's character did. Yeah. Um, And that this is now the Shimmer's way of adapting and how it's going to spread is through Mm -hmm. them. I definitely thought it was her just changed. Yeah. And I think it's pretty obvious Kane's not Kane. I mean, he (laughs) He says, says, I don't think so. Right. Which is a weird thing to say. (laughs) Yeah. Um, he, he very well could have gotten out in similar circumstances to Lena and it just wasn't conveyed that way on little camcorder. Yeah. But I still think the DNA refraction is, you're not you anymore. I mean, if it's not your DNA, you're not you. So, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, it's not quite as ambiguous as Inception. I don't think. See, I don't know because I get why Inception was very, is he dreaming? Is he not? But I'm begging people to just rewatch because that's not his token. That was Maud's token. So right. the spinning top has nothing to do with if he's dreaming or not. Well, it's not about whether he's dreaming. It's about whether it's a dream. Yeah, but I think people read into the top as, is it still spinning? Is it going to fall? But right. that wasn't his token. So it really doesn't even But matter. who's to say we were watching his point of view? Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I should have rewatched that too. <laughs> Didn't know we'd be talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there are, I do like some of the little details that they did as far as, because they, they talk about echoes. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously that kind of relates into the doubles. Um, but the abandoned house that they camp in, I think with the bear, mm-hmm. is architecturally identical to the house that Lena and her husband live in outside of the Shimmer. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, creepy. <laughs> so that's kind of a nod to the echoes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then there's a kind of snake infinity Ouroboros tattoo that Anya has. But then when they find the soldier that's been killed, he also has it on his arm. And then Lena oh. has it after she's out of the shimmer as well. <laughs> oh. So I think that's also kind of, I mean, A, it's a nod to the Ouroboros. is kind of a nod to the theme of self-destruction Wait, the within the movie. The Ouroboros, it's the snake eating itself. Oh. Yeah. I thought so you that's... were just saying Aurora Borealis really poorly. Nope. I'm saying a real word. <laughs> yeah. Not My Aurora mistake. Borealis is a word as well, but a real different word. No, yes. Ouroboros is the symbol. It's usually, I think, a snake or a dragon in a circle, and it's eating itself. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, that was kind of a nod to the theme of self-destruction, but also a nod of the assimilation process that, that's happening. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting as well. Ooh, I noticed that. <laughs> You've seen this movie so many times. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, but no, that's interesting, though, because if if DNA is refracting across organisms, and it would make sense that they would be refracting upon each other or onto each other. Yeah. Except tattoos are not really DNA. No. That's all right. It's still cool. We'll let it slide. Yeah. This time. <laughs> yeah, maybe they Alex are. Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no plot holes allowed in 28 years later. <laughs> you hear us? Um, how scary did you think it was? See, it's really hard. It's really hard because that one scene. Yeah. I know I literally just said this in Hill House that that, that the car scene is the scariest scene ever. This is actually the scariest. That's a boo scare. This is, I think about it all the time, scary, and I have to like, turn on my light and like look behind me as I walk into my bedroom, scary. You're scared you're in the shimmer and there's a double? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, but you know. Oh. It just feels like something's watching you and... Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just from that one scene. So I'm having a really hard time coming up with a number. Okay. You love math. Do you know a math thing? Okay, if I did a math thing, well, first of all, it's scarier than Hill House. Overall. Is and I give Hill opinion? House a four. Well, okay. Yeah. I don't think it's a 4.5. I think that that one so scene. So it's a five? No, 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 no. I oh. think that one scene is a five. Okay. But I think. Overall, the movie's more like a three, but maybe even a two. House. But the weight of that one scene makes the whole movie scarier than Hill House. So it's a four. I really want it to be a four point two five, but it can't be. So, uh, fuck. I don't know. I just I keep going back and forth. Go with your heart. My heart says 4.5. There you go. But it's just that one scene. And I'm the only yeah, person that thinks it's a 4.5. I I think maybe, but <laughs> <laughs> But if that's your heart, that's your heart. Okay. I mean the bear scene scene was scene. The bear scene was scary too. It was. That was pretty scary. It's pretty spooky. Nothing else, though. The tone, scary. Okay. The music, yeah, it's a four point five. All right. And I and I I'm giving it a four point five, confidently for Jeff Barrow and Ben Salisbury. What did you give it? One. I give it a one. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even remember it as a horror. <laughs> Not even the bear scene? That's scary. fucking scary. I think I remember it being a little tense, but I think I just remember it being cool. That's cool. Yeah. You're not wrong. mimicking, you know? I liked that. I yeah. was more excited than I was scared. <laughs> Yikes. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the double thing did not bother me at all. I'll take myself in a fight any day. <laughs> but it's alien. Yeah. It's not you. It's a little bit you. No, it looks like you. <laughs> Only. Yeah, but I think it's still mimicking parts of you. You know? Yeah, but it's not you. Yeah, but it's... We- we just had this discussion. <laughs> we just had this discussion where Lena, no matter what happens, if it's the real Lena or the not real Lena, it's not the real Lena. Yeah. That's fair. But if I'm not me, then... Exhausting. Sorry. That's all right. <sighs> yeah. How sexy did you think it was? A 1.5. Hmm. The cast was sexy, but the vibe... No. It wasn't for me personally. What about you? Uh, I gave it a four. A four? <laughs> yeah. For what? It's an all-female cast. An incredible all-female cast. Okay. For, I mean, mostly female cast. It's... I don't know, the right kind of tension. There's weird, strange animals happening and there's sci-fi and there's aliens and what more could you possibly ask for? Personally, not animals. <laughs> well, I, no, I'm not shaming, but personally. That's not what I no meant. Thanks. I just meant it's got a vibe about it. Go for it. I don't mean I'd fuck the animals. I just I mean there's a vibe about it. I didn't say you would fuck the animals. You just said that. Took, I didn't say that. I, you, when listing off sexy parts of this movie, said animals. It's part so of the vibe. It's part of the vibe. I said nothing. I said, great, good for you. It's like a... It's like, it's like a, like an avatar vibe, you know, where it's just like everything's primal and sexy, you know, and blue, you know, I, I don't. And like tentacly but... a little. Okay. Yeah. And then there's water. I don't know how to explain it any better than I am. Uh, hey, the girls that get it will get it. Thank I'm just you. Not that girl. Apparently. I hope there are some. I genuinely do as well. Thank you. You're welcome. God. A one how fucked up did you think it was? Um, I gave it a three. Okay. It's, I mean, there's the carving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the mauling. There's the pretty unsympathetic main character. It's pretty fucked up. That doesn't happen a lot in the grand scheme of things. Doesn't happen a whole lot, so it's pretty fucked up. Uh, I really hated the fucking mimicking scene. There's some weird face stuff happening with faces. Mm. You know how uh, Ventress, when you see Ventress sitting down underground in the lighthouse? Yes. When you first see her, it's low uplighting, and her eyes are gone, and then she turns around and she's normal. It's like, what the fuck? Hmm. So I gave it a three. It's just, again, I couldn't decide if the whole thing was scary or if it was just fucked up and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so. A little I, bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, fucked up got increased because I couldn't decide. All right. How fucked up did you think it was? 
A 1.5. Okay. I didn't like the insides moving around. No. The cutting open the insides was okay, though? Well, that's just horror movie things, you know? Sometimes people get cut open. It's not great, but that whole, like, scene in general, I think, is what... Okay. It wasn't great to watch. (laughs) Yeah, see, for me, what was fucked up about it... (laughs) No. For me, what was fucked up about it was the cutting itself. Not the movement of the intestines. That didn't bother me at all. No, I didn't like that. Oh, Katie. Just, I'm not saying anything. That's not the part of you that you want them inside. (laughs) I was not talking about that at all. But I feel like it was. <laughs> Anyways, overall, what? what did you think? Oh my god, it's a five. Overall, it's a five. With that question, I five, that five. the biggest five ever. I fucking love this movie. I'm disappointed that you weren't the one that introduced me to it. I'm sad that I had to find it on my, by myself. Oh, it's not your fault though. Yeah, you kind of like broke on me. I know I did. It's the only time though. I haven't really watched anything else other than Salt Burn, but that's not horror. Yeah, no. Uh, and and I had literally just said a few weeks ago that we couldn't put a bunch of fives together because this one is a five, mm-hmm. and we had pieced together the schedule. Yeah, but yeah, five without question. Such a fucking good movie. It's sci-fi. It's sexy. It's fucking terrifying to me i guess i'm the only one it's really fucked it's memorable not to you apparently uh, i i fucking love this movie i'm bummed you don't like it as much I, and i already know you do don't it's not a five but what do you it's what not you a five it? for me personally okay. but i do like this movie and okay. i actually liked it more this time than the first time i watched it Oh, good. The first time I watched it, I was really taken out by the lighthouse scene. I did not like it, and it kind of left a bad impression on me. This time, I think because I knew that was coming, I received it a little bit better. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's still my least favorite part. Sorry. Mm. I gave it a four, though. Oh, Okay. Is that, I think okay. it's higher than you thought it was going to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I do really enjoy it. I think it's it's well written. It's well acted. Most of the visual effects I liked. Sans the <laughs> morph suit at the end. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And it's fun rewatching it when I didn't remember a lot about it. <laughs> Good. Excellent. <laughs> so, yeah. Good. You're welcome. Yeah, no, that, that makes me feel that a lot one's better. for you. <laughs> oh, God. I thought you were going to say like two or something. No, no, not at all. No, this is a good movie. It is. It's just, the, the honestly, I just feel bad that my least favorite scene. <laughs> what makes this it's, movie so good to you? <laughs> well, that, I, I don't know if that's what makes it good. That is what unsettled me significantly. It's yeah. not even my favorite scene. My favorite scene is the fucking shark crocodile. Duh. 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 That thing, what, how long has it been? Six years? Fucking holds up. That's such good CGI. It did look good. Yeah. Yeah. And it it was creepy. Mm -hmm. Creepy little demon zombie gator shark. Terrifying. Yeah, that's not, I don't think that's my favorite scene. No, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's my favorite scene. It's fucking cool. Great. Yeah, it's a, yeah. The 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 other scene is like the I don't know mm-hmm. it just freaks me out. That's fine. It was just spooky. It's very um, spooky. Would you survive? No, because I'm definitely going in there. I'm going oh. to the shimmer. Okay. Definitely. It's like and then you're not. in there. Okay. With the deer and the 
You're Cry going hell in. And hell You're not yeah. coming out. Like I guess I wouldn't know that that stuff is in there until I go in. Now I'm going. I'm going. And then nobody comes out. Once you're in, you're not you anymore. Because your DNA is being refracted. That's true. So now I'm dead. Or refracted. Assimilated. Annihilated. Whatever. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah. That one line kind of... I'm like, did she have to say annihilated? Like, why? We get it. They're getting annihilated. I get it. You don't have to fucking say it. In the book... Do you want to know what it is in the book? Or should I not spoil it? I found out what it means in the book. And I'm kind of sad because it, it's a little bit of a spoiler. What, the annihilation? Yeah. Why it's called that? Yeah, tell me. <laughs> You're going to Google it later anyway. Let's be honest. Well, no, I was, I'm going to read the book. I, I've, got, I've got an audible token. It's just sitting here. <laughs> so from what I've gathered in the book, Ventress is using hypnosis on the other women. Oh. And annihilation is the key word for them to off themselves. Yeah. But I think Lena's character is immune to it somehow. I think because her DNA is being changed and she's assimilating. Interesting. And so she uses it to try to get her to... (laughs) Self-destruct? Oh. But nobody self-destructs in this movie. Well, I think... A, the movie's not based on the book. Right. Well, it is, but, you know, barely. Loosely. And B, I think the self-destruction is more so in who the characters are and why they go in. I think, you know, I mean, they're going on a suicide mission, essentially. Yeah. They're not planning on coming out. And I think that's kind of where the self-destruction aspect comes in. Okay, fair. Not so much in them actually, in the literal sense, self-destructing. Interesting. Yeah. So Ventress really is the bad guy. Well, I don't, see, I don't know much more context than that. She might have been doing it because she thought that was what needed to be done. Or like know. the humane thing to do, like right, make them yeah. instead of yeah. Okay, that's fair. I don't know. Oh, that makes me want to read it even more. I know. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, one of the funniest comedy shows I've ever been to was a comedian hypnotist. Hypnot- hip- 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 hypnotist. Yeah. A comedian hypnotist. Great. Who are fucking they? What's their hilarious. name? Oh, I don't know. They're always really fucking funny though. Haven't you ever seen one? The, okay, and I don't know. This has nothing to do with the podcast at all. Um, it was in high school. It was our senior night. Like, did you ever have a lockdown, senior lockdown or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a, a hypnotist yeah, yeah. come in for that as well. Ours was Vegas themed. So we had the mm. headlining show. We had poker and prizes and it was so fun. Um, and then we had this, the, the, the headlining show was this comedian hypnotist guy. And he just called up 10 of the people I was graduating with, people I knew, put them in a line and made them do the funniest fucking shit. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Highly recommend a comedy hypnotist. You heard it here first. Anyway. Um, I would survive. Oh yeah. I forgot to ask you. You're not going in. I'm not going in. Well, I'm not that curious. Okay. Okay. If I know, cause we're putting ourselves in the context of this situation, right? Which is there's a shimmer no one's come out of it except for one guy who's dying. Yeah. I'm good. That tells me all I need to know. I'm going to go home, have a breakfast sandwich or something. (laughs) (laughs) Even if it's your husband that you cheated on? Clearly I love him very much if I cheated on him. Well, yeah, but that would... I would probably stay by his side. But what am I going to do? She only went in there because she felt guilty about what she did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't feel guilty? I'm not cheating on someone in the first place. So I wouldn't. Sorry. Well, I guess how how far, (laughs) we're we're 55 episodes in and we still don't fucking know. How how far into the process are we putting ourselves? Are we 
Lena, who has a husband who she has cheated on and she feels guilty. Is that how far we are? And then do we die? No, I think it's you yourself okay. putting you in the context of the movie, okay. in the situation. Okay. So I think it's fair to say she didn't have to go in. Okay, yes. But me, myself, I personally don't see a world where I cheat on my husband <laughs> or have a husband. So, <laughs> um, so I just don't think I would have that guilt that forces me to go in. Okay. And I'm me, right? I don't have the steady hand or the tools to complete a procedure like that. I'm not going to go in. That was a super bad quote. Um, <laughs> Went right over my head. Fair. Anyways, it's for all you McLovin fans out there. <laughs> I got that Fun one. Fun fact, McLovin and me, same birthday. Not year, but day. Anyways, <clears throat> I'm not going. <laughs> okay. They'd have to force me in. If I have to go in, no, I'm dead. Yeah. But I'm not going in. Okay. I am. I went in already. And I love that for you. I will be right there waiting for you to get back fully refracted. (laughs) I don't even think I'd be, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not coming back. I could see you going the route of Tessa Thompson's character. Yeah. Tree. Fully, fully assimilate. Yeah. I'm I'm one of you now. Yep. Yeah. I'm becoming one with Awa. Avatar reference. You're allowed to quote fucking super bad. I'm not allowed to quote Avatar. I was just about to say, you know, there's two people, two types of people. (laughs) The super bad people and the Avatar people. (laughs) Super bad people. (laughs) That movie slaps. Um, All right. Well, next week. We, <laughs> I already kind of told you this, but we have another request that came in. So your husband DM'd oh, me right. and told you, or told me to make you watch The Silence of the Lambs. So we're gonna, and that's what we'll be discussing next week. Excellent. Tell me what it's about. I feel like this one's a hard one to not have any context for. So I feel I like do. you probably know semi I do have some but, context um, and great. just just for like, extra context um, outside of the movie. This is the only movie that my mother has ever told me, don't ever watch this movie. So I'm really fucking excited to watch it. Me too. To have somebody else tell me to so that yeah. I can be like, well, I, I, was, I, well, I didn't decide to watch it. Somebody else told me to watch it. I'm sorry, Katie's mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. Um. So it's about a woman named Clarice. Great start. Thank you. And a man named Hannibal, right? Lecter? You tell me. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure this is the Hannibal Lecter movie. Okay. What's it called? What's the movie called? (laughs) Sounds of the Lambs. I forgot. (laughs) Sounds of the Lambs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Sounds of the Lambs is Hannibal Lecter. And Hannibal Lecter is a murderer- Body part collector. He's psycho. He's insane. Absolutely insane. He's a a mass, not a mass murderer, but a repeat offender. Mm. And he keeps people's skins. He keeps people underground. First of all. And then once they die, after Mm -hmm. he hoses them off a bunch, he keeps their skin. He Then he wears their skin. Great. So he needs to be other pe- he wants to be the other people. Okay. So he's collecting people, making sure their skin is nice with a hose. And then <laughs> I don't know how mm-hmm. that works, but he's a murderer. Keep them clean. Yeah. Um and then he just collects them. He collects he collects their skins and Clarice, okay. yes, is not a victim. Mm, She's a reporter. Yes. She is reporting on 
All of these missing the people. Story. Yeah. Missing people. Where are the people? Where are they? Animal Electra's inside them. Careful. Because <laughs> he's wearing them. He's right? wearing their skin. <laughs> and that's okay. it. And she she solves the mystery. She reports it. Yep. And then Hannibal goes to jail. And then he becomes a murder investigator because he's like the perfect murderer. He's like... Well, like, he got caught. I ca- Well, no, he's like he's like the mind of a murderer. The, the perfect, it. you've got a murderer's mind. You can be useful to us. So Clarice oh, wow. fires him. And now he works for... And then the sequel is a buddy cop duo. No. There's a sequel? <laughs> well, technically, but we don't count it. The show? <laughs> no. Oh. No. There's a Silence of the Lambs too. No, but there's, I think it's more of a spiritual successor. Is it a technical sequel? Don't know. Sorry, two prequel films. Oh. Apologies. There you go. He's probably a murderer because his name is fucking Hannibal. Yeah. I'd kill at least one person. You'd almost have to at that point. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, great. That was the closest you've ever gotten, I think. Which is fair. Kind of hard to not know anything about this movie. Yeah. Um. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention. Yeah. He does not say, hello, Clarice. <laughs> I know that much. Very good. <laughs> he Thank does you. not. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody always says, hello, Clarice. Yeah. But he doesn't say that. It's been parodied a lot. And I know in some of the parodies they've said, hello, Clarice. So. Is it in a Scream movie? I mean, not Scream. Scary uh, movie? A scary movie? That I... Now I'm trying to remember if there's... I'm sure they've parodied parts of this. But I can't remember a specific part. Yeah. But all honesty, the... One that I'm thinking of is from Do- Dr. Doolittle, starring Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. The guinea pig. <laughs> is it a guinea pig? I can't remember what animal it is. I just remember it said it. And I remember my mom laughing and me asking why that was funny. And she had to say it's a movie reference that you're not watching. <laughs> I, it's either the guinea pig or the ora- there's an orangutan too. Okay. I couldn't remember anything more than that. I just remember an animal says it when someone walks into a basement or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's the tiger. See, I was thinking it was a pig. But a pi- it's not the well, maybe it is a pig. Wait, okay, I'm just I'm just gonna look it up real quick. It's really gonna bother me. Not the furious typing. <laughs> um, first of all, it's Dr. Doolittle 2, not Dr. Oh Doolittle 1, which is iconic <sighs> that we both know it. The sequel. Um, <laughs> uh, oh. It is a boar. Archie the boar. Kind of pig-like. Yeah, that's that's pretty, that's as pig as you can be without being one. If there's one thing I know, it's Dr. Doolittle 2, starring Eddie Murphy and Raven Simone. (laughs) 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 Is she in (laughs) She's one of the kids, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, Oh, no, no, wait, wait. I'm an idiot. Oh. Archie the bear. I'm just an idiot. I wanted it to be a a bore for you. Um, You could... You read... I read boar instead of bear. Sorry. It's a bear. It's a bear. If there's one thing I don't know, it's Dr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, starring Eddie Murphy and Raven Simone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you did all right. Thanks. You, you got some things mixed up, but that's okay. Okay. Is it Hannibal Lecter? Um, he is in it. Oh, he's not the murderer? He's a murderer. (laughs) Oh, God. 
But Hannibal doesn't wear people's skin, Katie. Hannibal is a cannibal. <laughs> oh, he eats people. Wait, you're spoiling it. You're spoiling so, it. That's revealed in like the first couple minutes. Oh, okay. Um, I think I knew that. I feel like you should. It rhymes. Yeah, Hannibal Cannibal. That's why he started eating people. Yeah. That's why I thought it was funny when you said it was because of his name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Dylan will watch this one with me too. Oh my gosh. Exciting. Nice. Yeah. yeah. But yes, he is a murderer in this movie. Okay. Excellent. Great. Okay. Well. We'll talk about it next week. Sounds good. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Please. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> All right. See you next Tuesday. Don't. That's like a. That's. People say that it's a euphemism. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>